0: Hi, gorgeous. This is episode number 247, and I'm super excited to have Andy Odate back on the show today.
1: Hey, this is Andy Odate. You are listening to Heart Self Podcast with Christine Slowski. Enjoy!
0: Well, after really first fun episode where Andy and I talked about the mindset of growth, he is back on the show today and the really important question arises, why do you want to give up your dream or do you wanna give up fear? Well, you decide. So we are going deeper in this topic today And Andy is a published author, motivational speaker, and serial entrepreneur. He now lives in Los Angeles and shows entrepreneurs how to start and scale their businesses. He is widely recognized as an eminent speaker with a delivery that is high energy and human potential stimulating. Looking back at Andy's past, he was raised in a city of impoverishment. He is a dropout college student with little formal education, but he has taken the path of an entrepreneur, forcing on himself a course of endless self-education that actually has helped him to amount to the successes he has today. I'm super excited to have him back and to learn more about his amazing journey, his mindset, how he overcome fear, and how he can reach peak performance and achieve goals. So let's dive right in. So I'm so so excited to have you back on the show and you're welcome.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to be back on the show. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm doing wonderful, thank you. So we talked about your first business endeavors as a child, really making sure because you wanted the Nike sneakers that you had to show up for yourself and to do something to get the money in. Then you got the money and then you figured that, well, maybe so hard earned, you might not want to spend it on sneakers, but you also understood that there is a system. So you started your first uh, little um, yeah, company together with a friend, helping neighbors shovel snows and, and really make a difference and support them uh, with their properties Right, and right. then, you know, it just went on and on. So do you think that there is such a person, like a natural salesperson?
1: I don't know. I, I just think that people people want, you know, it's like, what what are, what are do you want the most? And and are you willing to give up fear? Like, what do you want to give up? Are you willing to give up your dreams or are you willing to give up fear? So you got to kind of make a choice. Like, oh, you know what? I just saw a post on social media recently and it was like, the post says something like, uh, "Like you have to believe in one one of the two, faith or fear, and both of them, both of them, you can't touch. If both of them are absent. So, like, which one are you going to believe in? Faith or fear? And it's a choice. So, I think with with that being said, it's kind of like when with sales and, and with especially what you do in your organization with your with your clients, it's about overcoming that fear and say, I have faith. I have faith in myself. I have faith in my product. I have faith in the customer." And, yeah. and, 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 and I have in bridging that gap. Like I have the product here. I have the faith to my right. I, I have the product here. I have, um, I have the product to my left. I have the customer to my right. And in between, I have faith, which is that the customer will buy. So in, in presencing faith, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the work to get the customer to buy.
0: What do you think is the biggest challenge for, you know, an entrepreneur just starting?
1: I think the biggest challenge is self-belief. And, and you have to create systems. You see, if you actually break down the word discipline, cis- discipline is about following a system. I used to think that discipline means that you are mentally strong. No, discipline actually just means that I follow a system. So at, at school, are you disciplined? Do you follow the rules? So you have to create your own rules. And, and so one of the one of the things that I see that, that breaks down entrepreneurs, especially new ones, is that is that belief. So when I was 19 uh, that I shared in the previous podcast and, and, I, and, I, and I opened up my first business, I didn't have belief in myself. So I took someone else's belief and I used their belief on me to literally allow me to open up my own business. But had that person not be there, I probably wouldn't be where I am today if that person didn't have belief in me. Now, however... That's a that's a that's a great you know scenario for my life, but sometimes you might not have someone to believe in you. So what you need to do is you need to believe in you. And how do you believe in you? The way you believe in you is you create a system that allows you to have belief. So the system that I have, because now there's a lot more people that believe in me, but I'm going past the limits of what people's belief in me is. So I got to believe in myself at a greater amount than everyone else. So everyone might believe me to oh Andy Andy. Andy's at level five right now, but Andy could definitely be at level seven. And in my head, I'm like, no, I could be at level 15. But there's only 10 levels, Andy. I'm going to create another five. You know, and so the system that I use is I remind myself of how powerful I am. And I give myself daily affirmations. Like, there is nothing that can bring me down besides myself. So one of the affirmations that I share, do you recognize how sexy I am? Like, I'm one of the most sexiest men alive. And I use the affirmation. I, I, I embody the affirmation. I walk around and I'm like, man, did you see that woman? She looked at me. I think she recognized how sexy I am. And my, you know, someone might look at me and say, no, dude, you have a ketchup stain on your shirt, <laughs> you know? I said, oh, but I'm still sexy though. Regardless, I'm, I remind myself of how great I am, how amazing I am, how powerful I am. That's number one. Number two, I acknowledge my progression. I acknowledge how far I have come from where I once was as a 16-year-old boy living in a hood in an impoverished environment where bloodstains took up the floor and, and the cement and gunshots were heard and nobody shook and nobody was afraid because that was so normal. That was where I was, but now I'm living in California my, my house is literally 0.9 miles from where LeBron James plays at the Staples Center, where the Lakers, Lakers play, and I'm living in a different lifestyle, so I recognize my, my, my progression, so I acknowledge myself, and I say, Andy, you created that. Of course, with God's help, but you created that. So you recognize your progression, and you recognize your power. No one can stop you. There is nothing in this world that's bigger than you in your mind and your world.
0: So do, do you have a morning routine? Do you have something you can advise people to do? Because when, maybe they're just starting out, but they now say, well, you know, I'm, I'm really great at sales, I enjoy sales, but you know, the truth is they don't, and they don't really know how to get themselves to do that. What could you recommend?
1: Man, what could I recommend? Because, I mean, everyone is different, and, and I think I don't have like the, the only thing I do in the morning is it's like every morning it's like, I, I, I thank God, well, like when I go to bed, I just lay down and i just like, thank you for the day, Lord. Like this, that's, that's, that. And wake up like thank you for the day because you know, there's people in my circle that have passed away. Um, there are, there are people in my circle that are in prison right now for the rest of their life. And then, um, they probably won't come out in this, in the, in the next four generations, the next five generations. They won't come out uh, of prison, so they'll be behind walls. And I and I and I and I my head down, and I recognize the freedom that I have and the opportunity. Um, every time I walk into my apartment, I say, you know, I have such an opportunity right now. Like, do you recognize the opportunity that you have just by being alive? That you have on this podcast, just by you have with listening to this, you have an opportunity of a lifetime, and it's life. So take the ad- opportunity of life and take advantage of it. So, so it's, not really a, it's not really a system or a routine for that aspect, but it's definitely a mindset that nothing can stop me. Like, I'm not even a fucking human being. And, and when I work out in the morning, I work out at 4 o'clock in the morning every morning, and the people that I work out with, um, because I'm a leader in that environment, I made it a custom to share I'm not a human being. Like, I, like I, when I would lift weights, I'm not a human being that takes me out of the human experience, which the human experience wants to feel comfortable. The human experience feels fear and acknowledges fear and does as fear says, which is a submission to fear. That's like, that's human beings stuff. I'm not a human being. So I recognize that and I, and I share that with myself. So these affirmations that I continually, what I essentially do is I give myself the affirmations that are, are opposite of what I feel. So if I feel if I feel comfortable, hey, bro, you're not a human being. Like, do something to get uncomfortable right now and go to the next level in your life.
0: Yeah, so you're cheering you on all the time. Are you... Or do you think it's good to have, like, this harmony and balance in your life? Or are you just pushing all the time? What do you think?
1: So, (laughs) there's um, there's people in my circle that say, fuck balance. All right? Say there's no, like, fuck balance. But I, I think... What happens is not actually shared what they're talking about because what balance means to me might be different to you, it might be different to your listener. So, harmony, I think, would be the best the best way to make it work. You know, I, yesterday this is this is some real stuff. Yesterday I had a uh, I, I'm questioning like even if I should like post it put it out there, but you did ask me to go a little deeper. So yesterday there's a woman in my life that. Uh, gave me so much love and affection that I actually repelled it. I actually pushed it away, and I focused on my business more than I did on her. And that that was like one of my one of my mistakes. And and I'm sure that many business successful businessmen end up having that where they push away their kids, they push away their wife. And I just happened to have that experience at a young age. She wasn't my wife. She wasn't a child. So so, but I pushed her away, and I realized what I was doing. And, it, and and I looked at the past. I laid down on my bed thinking about the past of our relationship, and I said, "Yo, like, what took us downhill? Like, what what is it that took us downhill?" And it's like a, as if it was like a black and white movie that played in my head all the times that she came to me, like, "Hey, I got you know, let's hang out," and I'm like, "I gotta work." Oh, oh, hey, let's let's uh you know let's talk about this or this is what I'm going through, and I'm like, "Yeah, I gotta work." And and then what I want to get away from work, that's when I would go to her and be like, hey, what do you want to do? Let's go do something. And she'd be like, oh, I thought you had to work. You know, like, so, so that really broke our relationship. So I'm, I, I still am madly in love with the woman. However, I haven't been, I haven't, uh, we haven't been together in a year. We've been separated for a, maybe like a year and a half now. And for the first time in a year, I got to see her yesterday. And I said to her, I said, I know where I went wrong. I was trying to have a balance where I would have a percentage given to you and a percentage uh, given to this at a cert- like certain times. And I realized that's not life. So, so what that could look like. So I think uh, where a lot of the gurus or whatever you want to call them, when they talk about balance, they don't really share it effectively. So I'm going to share with you effectively here for your audience for the first time ever, probably on social media, on, on the internet forever. But essentially what it looks like is that I get to do the both and. This is a mindset. I get to do the both and. So when I'm talking to my woman, how do I make my business operate effectively and efficiently and still talk to her? How do I, how do I uh, work out and my business still run or, or my, my wife be happy? There's a process and a system that you have to, to use. So here's something that, but, but you gotta be cognizant. You, got, you have to recognize that it's gonna happen. So in my company, I have about 23 employees. In my organization, it's very imperative that the team knows where Andy's at 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 all times. right? So uh, my vice president just walked by over here. So he knows, like, hey, Andy's currently doing the interview. Right before I got on this call with you, Christine, my assistant and my sales and marketing manager are recognizing that, hey, they see my calendar. They say, hey, he's on a podcast. Do not contact him at this time, but hold your questions off. So this allows them. This allows them to know what to expect. Because what could happen if it's not harmonious? What could happen is that they try to hit me up, and I'm like, "Hey, no, I'm busy right now." And and as they're trying to enter into a conversation or communication, I re- I push them away. So how do I get to do the podcast and get their questions answered and have them feel certain way? I create systems. So you have to have a system and be disciplined in the system that you have in your whole entire organization. And your organization could be your life or just you as one person, which is an organism. You are one organism or your whole organization, which is your house or your organization as your company. You have to have systems.
0: Yeah. And you have to create them and you have to stick with them to make them work.
1: And you have to stick with them to make them work. So it's not about balance. Balance is going to, is going to throw you off. Balance is when I, A, between 10 and five, I love you between, you know, five, you know, nine, nine to five, uh, between nine to five, I'm at work. I'm busy. Between five to nine. I, yeah. yeah. Nine to five. I'm at work between five to nine. I love you between 10 and, 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 and six o'clock in the morning. I'm sleeping. Don't talk to me. You know, that's the balance. Harmonious is that, Hey, my girl can come. My girl can come walk in. Right. So if I had a girlfriend, right. Or if I had a woman during this time of my life, she could walk in and it takes confidence to do this. She could walk in and say, Hey, Instead of me saying, no, I'm on, a, I'm on a podcast, can't talk to you right now. I say, hey, come on, i meet Christine. And then I, I, I'll say, hey, Christine, this is my girlfriend, so-and-so. And, and what do you think about this? And I, I can ask her a question, and that would still add a value to the audience. Mm. That's harmony versus balance.
0: Well, that's the end. It's inclusive.
1: It's inclusive. I like the way you put it. It's inclusive.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, do you have a bad day once in a while?
1: Of course. Every day is a bad day.
0: Every day is a bad day.
1: Every day is you, a bad day. If but, you don't make but, it good. No, I mean, every day is a bad If you think about it, every day is like, there's always something wrong. But there's a, but, but also, every day is a good day, too. You know, so, like, I came into the office. I came to the office at 730, and I'm dealing with problems. So I'm like, oh, it's a fucking bad day. And then I'm on a podcast with Christine. Oh, it's a good day. You know? So it's you recognizing that there's ups and there's downs. So there's no bad day or good day. It just, it's just what it is. It's it's a day.
0: Yeah. So when it's like not going so well, what what do you do to make you feel better?
1: Depends. Depends how challenging it is. So if it, but but what I typically do is like, yo, this is gonna be great story. You know, like this is like whatever your challenge is, this is gonna be great. When I share a podcast, this is gonna be great. Like the challenge that I'm going through right now, like if it's really if it's really challenging, this is gonna be really. I can't wait to get on 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 um Christine's podcast in 2021 and and share this story that I'm going through today. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That's gonna be dope. Like how I'm gonna tell the podcasters like how I overcame this. You know how I overcame this challenge. depending on how bad it is. If it's if it's as bad as like hey a, a client you know decided to not work with you then hey man so be it.
0: Yeah, I, I love that mindset. So, what would you do like if somebody is not really strong in sales yet and they kind of get over the fear? They start calling or knocking on doors or going out there to have conversations. And then, after the, let's say, like the fifth no, they kind of get a little bit discouraged. What would you tell them?
1: So, do they have a who am I talking to, the actual person or the leader?
0: Well, you're, ta- you're talking to the person that wants to be better in sales and wants to be a leader.
1: So, because I, I'm a leader and I and I deal with that on a daily basis, I have to give them analogies based on stuff, stuff that they can understand. So, one of my new sales reps, right? She um, she has kids. She has uh like a, like a a toddler and a baby. So I don't know, maybe. One is just walking, the other one's like, you know, crying the baby. So she, I, I'm going to give her an analogy saying that, hey, let me ask you a question. If Blue, which is the, the son's name, the, 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 the walking, if Blue started walking and he fell down, like he got on his feet, which is like you getting on the phone, and he fell down and he started to cry, would you tell Blue, he said, you know what, Blue, you don't need to walk anymore. Just, fuck, just quit just just quit just' quit right just quit while your head just quit you know as time is not gonna stop for you so just quit and he'll be 60 years old and he won't walk is that how you want to raise your son no what would you tell blue get up and keep going eventually you'll get it you told yourself the secret then. I'll tell you and, and then I get and I share with them the stories that I've experienced like hey I don't close I don't close like right before this call. And I was doing the team meeting, and this is am gonna give you, this is a great example of harmony, right? So, so we have a team meeting with my my uh, my front my, my leadership team every day at nine thirty, and so I'm getting ready for the call, and that we, we use a a, a chat serve, chat company for the whole organization to chat. So I, I get on a group chat with them. I say, hey, you guys can hop on the Zoom call. I'll be in it on five minutes. So I'm at, I'm at, I'm anticipating I will close this deal in five minutes and what happens is that i don't close a deal in 5 minutes like i'm still you know conversing and presenting the solution and trying to close the deal and then um then so what i did was i told them i'm going to be on the computer in 5 minutes on the zoom call in 5 minutes so i got onto the zoom call and i muted my, my my laptop and i was presenting the solution and they like heard me they're hearing me and this is like the first time that they're hearing me like with this intense negotiation i'm talking about we're going back and forth like on on minute stuff but it's it's intense and they hear me and I'm like, hey guys, when you schedule an appointment with a, with a prospect, this is what I go through in the negotiation just so you guys know. And so to them it's valuable, but also to me it was the opportunity for harmony to teach them what I'm doing, but also do the both in.
0: Yeah, and, and to, you know, I think as a leader they have to see how you do things so they know that you are doing what you're asking for as well.
1: Right. But to answer, to answer your question, it's definitely to give the knowledge that they understand that they got to keep going. Sales is a numbers game. You know, right now, like after I get off this call, I got a call in, in nine minutes with, a, with, a, with the client to present a solution to, to them. So it's a numbers game and it's about hitting as many people. Um, there's another salesperson in my organization that they've been holding on to one lead for a week and three days. I'm talking about the opportunity to present. The solution or the, the opportunity to present the the offer was on the day, that same day. But instead, they, they, they wanted to drag it on for a week and three days. And I and I said, hey, there's consequences with that. Like you dragged on this opportunity for a, for a week and three days. There's, solution, there's, there's consequences. And that's because there's a lot of knowledge gathering before action is taken. In my organization, I say uh, one of the terms that we have is uh, action before knowledge. It's, it's like a principle that we live by. Why? The reason why is because I didn't, if, if I was supposed to be knowledgeable, then I would still be in college right now, trying to figure out business and saying, hey, one day I might own a business. I'll be million, millions of dollars short than what I am, experiences short of what I am, living on the East Coast, because I wouldn't have been able to afford California Living ben- below my potential because I was trying to get knowledge be- before I took action, and guess what? Knowledge is like a waterfall. There's always more coming. There's always more knowledge. So if you think you're trying to fit it all into your brain and then take action, you're gonna you, you're gonna die regretting yourself because you never took action. Yeah, so I love knowledge, the- action before knowledge.
0: Yeah, I love the action taking piece. I always say, stop just dreaming, act now, because you know nobody's gonna deliver like your dreams while you sit on your couch exactly. so is there any book that has influenced you that you would like to recommend for people to leave uh, to, to to
1: read no more average no more average yeah you can actually get that book at nomoreaveragebook.com it's a book that i wrote but this book is one of the books that when i'm when i'm in a in a situation in a funk I opened up my own book because that mindset that I shared was one of the purest. I was in the purest mindset at that time. So there's, it comes a time where you constantly, when you're constantly getting defeated or you are constantly getting hit and things get rough, you start questioning, like, should I keep going? Should I get a job? Should I go after my goals and my dreams? Should I still like, what should I do? I have a I have a, a mentor of mine, but he shares with me essentially that he gets a lot more value than I do from him. And I said, "How? Like, how, what do we talk?" The what well, essentially my youth of knowledge, my youth of experience, compared to the forty years that he's been beat down and trying to win. I mean, he's a multi-millionaire, but but to get to that level, you experience a lot of mindset uh, uh, challenges and, and pushes from the economy and so on and so forth. You don't get easier because you make more money. It gets harder. So he says he hangs with me because I'm so excited about life. I'm so excited about going to the next level. So I read my own book and I say, man, the fact that it came from me, number one, it means a lot. But number two, what I share comes from a a youth, childlike mentality of going after your goals. And if you follow the principles, you're going to start producing results that you never experienced before. That doesn't mean you're not, you're not gonna feel challenges. You're still gonna feel them, but you're gonna overcome them much easier with a mindset like a child. So I come from a childlike experience in, in that book. So no more averagebook.com.
0: Yeah, love it, and um, I'm gonna put it in the resource section as well. So let's send people to the progression ticket and just let us know what it is, what people can expect, and yeah, why why they should go there.
1: So. I, wrote a, I created a seminar called the Progression Conference. The Progression Conference is a one day business event focused on three things sales, marketing, and personal development. And we hone in on that because I reckon, we recognize me as in all the speakers in the organization. We have a belief and an understanding that if your finance increases, then you can spend more time with your family. And if you're spending more time with your family and your loved ones, you're experiencing freedom. So we focus on finance so that way you can spend time and, and love with your family so you can experience freedom for your life.
0: Love it. So it's progressionticket.com.
1: Progressionticket.com. Awesome. You see the way I say, it too, the way I say it is like as it puts for an advertising, like, welcome to progressionticket.com. Like, like, it's funny how I say it, you know, I'm a complete advertiser, man
0: awesome well, thank you so so much andy i really appreciate this conversation and i love the energy you showed up with and what you have already accomplished in your life and i can't wait to you know hear more and see more of your success so thank you so so much for having been with us on heart says podcast
1: thank you so much for having having me on the show it was such a blessing and an opportunity
0: thank you Well, Gorgeous, I hope you have gotten as much out of these episodes as I have. I have enjoyed Andy's energy and enthusiasm and how he shared about his successful path. And I think it's just an inspiration that everyone can do that, too, if you put your mind on the growth path and you have to decide if you want to give up your dream or if you want to give up fear. And I think that is such an amazing question to ask yourself. I hope you learned a lot from Andy and you have practical tools in your toolbox right now. May that be amazing affirmations. May that be borrowing confidence and belief that others have in you that you might not have at that moment so you can really thrive and go for your dreams. Hop on over to Schlansky.com, find the podcast tab, and make sure you check out the show notes, the transcript. And I have also put the links to Andy. It's just one click away to connect with him on social media. You also have a link to his amazing book, No More Average and to his wonderful gift, Virtual Progression Conference Live. And once you're over there, also sign up for the empowerment notes. That is empowerment right into your inbox with the updates of Heart Cells Podcast, but also with amazing content that I usually do not share elsewhere. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Have a wonderful day wherever you are in this beautiful world. And I'm saying bye for now.